Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay and today I'm joined by some special guests to talk about Shang-Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings. Up first, he's not a dragon, he's Peter Jones. And also our Star Wars correspondent, Dan Bibby. Well hey, but not the one in the Jedi bathrobe, so... No, that is <laughs> Can true. Can I have your Jedi bathrobe, please? No. Okay, you um, may not. And together they are the Tell Me Again podcast which I've decided to get them on to talk about Shang-Chi for no real reason. That's nothing to do with their <laughs> podcast whatsoever. But it this was... time it's with permission, at least. We I haven't think... had to uh, hijack the airwaves. Yes, <laughs> this is true. This is true. I think I got you on because, if anything, who saw it first? Me. You, you saw me. it first, and you immediately messaged me saying, oh my god, you have to go yeah. see this. I was like, I, I, I'm busy. And you went, oh, I'm going anyway. And then you immediately were like, yeah, no, you have to go see this film. <laughs> so, you got bombarded with it the last yeah. few days. So, so you were so eager that I thought, yeah, I'll get you on. You'd be the perfect people to talk about this. Before we go into it, Bert, be aware we're going to talk about it in full spoiler detail. If a clue from the title isn't enough, that's your warning. <laughs> and don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk or email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's get into it. Reminds me to do it. Have you, I'd work on the intro music. <laughs> <if I'm> <laughs> have, I, have you have you listened to the? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll probably leave this in. <laughs> but have you have you have you listened to the Invincible podcast? The spoiler review where Gaz, yeah, with Chris, yeah. And I purposely because I was doing it over the phone to Chris, and Chris hadn't done it well. I went. We just leave a little bit of sound here <laughs> for Gaz to put the intro in. So I'm listening to it on the way to work, and. He left that bit in, I did, I but bear that. in mind, before that, when I say, it's Chris, he's edited in some people cheering and clapping, <laughs> no, one person going, woo, like that, and I rang Gaz and went, what the hell, he went, you know what, I got so focused on finding that, I completely forgot to do everything else. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, right, that's, that's everything, isn't it? Yeah, one person cheering. <laughs> right, so. It's like you were like, is he sure, does he know he's meant to be mixing? I'll go through, everything else is there. <laughs> He had no excuse. Um, right, so, yeah. First thoughts. That's what we do. Initial thoughts. So, I'm I'm going to go first, and then I'll see how you react. I... I'm, I'm going to say before you say anything. That <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not about my opinion. Just yeah, I'm, intrigued as, I'm intrigued as to what you think about it, because at every turn, you've, you've avoided answering me. So uh, I, You've not spoke about it yet. From, no. from the Atmos I've got from you, I'm, I'm assuming you liked it, but I don't actually know. Yeah, Pete's, Pete's nailed it on the head. I try and keep my opinion from the person I do the pod with, so it's more, you know, that you find out at the same time as a, as a listener. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I, re- I, I, I really liked it, but I did think I wasn't going to like it. Bec- oh, not uh, Only because I don't like kung fu films. <laughs> I don't like 
a lot of films like that. I, like the, martial arts. Martial yeah. arts. Whatever. <laughs> the only ones I like are Jackie Chan films, and I feel like that's a that he's like the Charlie Chaplin of that yeah, world. Like parody. We, we, we've, yeah. we've had this conversation before. Uh, you, you don't really like fantasy films either, do you? No. And this is like. This the, oh, third act just becomes a fantasy, fantasy film. Yeah, if, 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 I, if I had to say this film, the first half is like Marvel's version of Rush Hour, and then <laughs> and then the second half goes into the version of Studio Ghibli, and it, it and but it worked for me. Um, I'm, I think I know what you two are going to say, but go on. For yeah, the uh, I I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um, I will put a disclaimer out there that I thought Captain Marvel was amazing when I first saw it, but <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have. This, I don't think my opinion is going to change as much uh, about this. I, I thought it was awesome. I liked it too. Awesome. I, I basically summed it up to my brother who went to see it with. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. <laughs> we didn't know if we should introduce him because he ran off before we pressed record, but we do also have another guest on the pod today. Elvis, uh, Pete's dog, who has chosen to bring to the pod. What are you eating, boy? He's eating a, he's eating a rock. He's eating a rock. Don't call him boy. He's, well... He's, he's not a boy or a man now. After what, after what Pete paid a hundred and odd pounds to have done to him. Um, oh, go on. You were saying yeah. you, your no, brother. Yeah, I, 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 I summarised it as saying like if, if I was going into the cinema to see that movie and it was the start of a whole new like martial arts franchise, I'd be fully invested in because mm. I really liked it. The fact that it was also an MCU movie was a bonus because it was almost un- until like. He's chosen the worst place. I even said before this part, I went, the Gaz's cats are bad enough. He's literally just gone, I'm going to go under the mic. The, 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 the second half of the film has a lot more ties, obviously, to the larger MCU, but the first the first half of the film has like Abomination and Wong mm. fighting for about 30 seconds. There's, Other uh, than that, it, it's its own film. You would the, not know it was in the MCU. In one of the cages as well, there's one of the, the fire people from Iron Man 3, did you notice? You know the people that keep exploding and glow red in Iron Man Three. Oh yeah, oh, no, one I of those fighting that. in a cage. That's cool. Because I was looking in the cages, being like, "There's going to be, it's going to be Easter eggs in here." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was looking. As well. <laughs> I saw some people that had powers that, you know, we haven't seen before. Yeah. Either, so that was a bit interesting that there's there's other powered individuals there. I don't remember Abomination having the kind of the Jurassic Park <laughs> gills yeah. on, his, on his side. He though. didn't originally, but I think they've retconned it and just put it on it's for the hell of it. To be fair. Hulk, the guy who played Hulk isn't the same, so um, <laughs> that could be another universe now. Uh, oh, don't, don't imagine Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo in Spider-Man together. <laughs> enter, the, <laughs> enter the Hulkverse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I and Lee no. <laughs> You say there wasn't too much of a link, but there was Ben Kingsley. Mm. That was later on, though. That's what yeah. I, the second half. But yeah, that was a big one. Oh, but I did. I. But you I, had a huge problem with, didn't you? When the Mandarin was kind of like debunked as an actor, and then you were like, no. originally back in the day, yeah, right? because isn't the Mandarin like a big villain in the comics? Yeah, and then they put that little clip which I'd never seen before that you sent to us, the one shot, yeah, yeah, on YouTube, and it's just, but it's still obviously Trevor. What do you mean? Like it's made out like it's the actual Mandarin, like it's not an actor. In what? In what the one shot? Yeah. No, yeah. So it's tre- he's Trevor's arrested. Yeah, and in this and one it shows shot, him in prison. Yeah, and it shows him in prison. But at the, the end, he's captured by the Mandarin. That's who kept, takes him away. Oh, I'm misremembering that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, at the very end, he, like a wall is blown into the side of the prison, and the, this guy comes in, a, a, an Asian person, and just says, like, you now have to answer to the real Mandarin, and takes him away. And everyone was like, oh, thank God, they've, they've, <laughs> they've saved that terrible twist. Cause, which I don't think is a bad twist anymore. I think the problem with this is... 
we are going well off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but with Iron Man 3, the whole Mandarin thing, it was the trailers, which made, were like you so I had him there going, you'll never see me coming, Mr. Stark. And it was all this build-up to, oh my God, this is Ben Kings, he's going to be ace. And then the end, he's just a drunk scouser. <laughs> which it was a bit of a... I think it's fine. I liked it at the it time, is, and I didn't really have an issue with it. It is fine now. Now, yeah, what, what, what did you like most about this? I really liked the relationship and the timing between the two leads. So, um, mm. Shang and then Katie was her name? Yeah, her name They had great chemistry together. Played by, you pronounce the, the, the names better than me, please. I think it was, was it Aquafina? Aquafina and Shimu Leo? I think it's Lou. Lou? Seema Lou. Seema Lou. I'm really... I butcher butcher perfectly normal, (laughs) like, westernised names anyway, so perfectly normal eastern names I'm probably going to butcher as well. Yeah, the the chemistry between them was really good. I I didn't think it was always funny. I thought some of the gags, like, fell flat, but it all felt really real. Yeah. Like, it felt like real friends really talking. Oh, yeah, I mean, the chemistry at the beginning... Was really clever. I, I remember. I remember just watching that whole montage of the him waking up, doing his workout, going to valet, her begging to have the car to ride, him being terrified of her, but she's a good driver. <laughs> then them going out and having a party. And that whole sequence told us so much about them as people. Yeah. As much as it was, on, I was like, it's not on par, but they've watched up and and, <laughs> and watched the first ten minutes and went, how can we get condensed an entire lifetime yeah, around to do yeah. a stupid mad origin story that takes up half the film I liked that, I, that's what I was most scared of with most origin stories it's like half the film nothing happens or yeah. you don't do anything original and then yeah, it was fun. It was really fun mm. to watch like the relationship crush down into like as you said, like five or ten minutes and completely understand where each of them stood. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Oh, I liked that. What about you? Pete? I liked. I've already mentioned it. I liked when it just became a fantasy movie at the end. I liked that it was. So yeah, like, like we've already said, like this uh, martial arts movie, and then the end they they go through a portal and they're in another dimension and there's dragons that. There's a dragon that is just the epitome of good fighting a demon that's the epitome of evil, evil. Yeah. at the end. And it was amazing. And I loved just how in they went on it just being a fantasy movie Yeah, at the end. I was I was really worried they All were kind of like going to go a little bit in and then it'd just be like a battle of armies and nothing mm. much. But no. And then I got like dead excited when, oh God, they are going to open the wall and they're going to have to deal with that. And then I think they needed to do all this mad stuff to make Shang-Chi like... You've got to make him worthy of being next mm. to the Avengers. Yeah, and yeah. A, it showed like without there's something special. I mean, it's been it's been a hot, a hot week for me. <laughs> <laughs> but there was something he was special about him anyway, wasn't there? Without the rings alone, wasn't there? The yeah, fact it's that just that he's the son of of, of an, immortal, was, an immortal guy. Yeah, he was so, trained to be, and he was trained to and be. He was trained by. He was him, trained, but it's like when he got training. knocked into. No, that's his mum. That's his mum's from that other dimension. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she, she's obviously bestowed him with something because it was like when he got knocked in the water and he was going down. I was like, oh, this is all I need to see. He's definitely not just. Yeah. yeah. He's a bit of a Peter Quill. Yeah. Because even in real time, he was sinking for about 15, 20 minutes. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> and he would, like any kind of normal human would be dead by that point. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. But I mean, that's that was what I liked about this. It definitely as a film that's been established. Here's a new character in the Marvel universe. Yeah. It did it extremely freaking well. Like it, I think he, this guy kicks ass. And, and they brought him own. in at the right power level to join the Avengers. Mm. Like he doesn't have to like really catch up that much. He has to maybe gain a bit more kind of discipline in himself 
rather than just having this girl and experience. House. Yeah, and experience, experience, which he now has because he piloted a dragon around <laughs> around a mythical uh, area. Those scenes were amazing. Were like, I, I, How do you choreograph a fight scene where you're running, running and jumping between dragons. dragons? It's like it's unbelievable. I I uh, thought the some of the CGI at the start of the film was dodgy. Was a little bit dodgy. Yeah, uh, I you, agree. You know, a little, a little bit like. Uh, I can sort of sort of the fight the the fight and it's a little bit like it wasn't as bad as Black Widow about how they just didn't look like people, but it was it, there was a little bit during some of the CGI fights on the fight tram scenes. I thought the, the tram start. fight was awesome. No, the, I I can tell you an exact scene. There's a bit where they're going through the forest as it's closing in on them, and as it like shows them just to make it out the end, I knew where they were going to pop out because it reminded me of like when in a cartoon you can oh. see it's drawn differently. I was like, uh. those are not real trees. <laughs> and they just broke out and this not real car came through. And I was like, oh, come on, where's the budget gone? And then later on when well, I saw these yeah. dragons, yeah. I was like, that's You had exactly where, the same reaction when the dragons were fighting the, the and money it looked around. fucking awesome. I was like, that's was the money like, shot. Oh, oh, yeah, no, this we, is where all the money is. We can either put the money into the dragon or the Land Rover. And it's like, you know what, we'll put it into the uh, the dragon. You're right. There was the, what, there was the, the one guy who was championing the Land Rover who was like, I think we should uh, we should put all the money in the Land Rover. It comes, <laughs> it comes first. <laughs> it's the first scene. The man I was to the Land Rover, please. Um, yeah, Aquafina was great as Katie. Like, she was... What I liked about her was she... Re- I feel like this is the kind of spunky girl character that they were aiming for with what's his name out of Thor the Dark World you know the one played by Kat Dennings oh, but she was very hit and miss with everyone as well. yeah people find uh, whatever whatever the character's called people are very yeah. 50-50 on her you either love her or hate her yeah. I feel like Aquafina will have a lot more love towards her because yeah, she was yeah. just likeable she was annoying yeah. at first she won me over a lot and I don't know if that was the point but she was irritating and bolshy I think and then towards it got to the end that stayed but like mm. she had redeeming features as well which she became a much more complete character rather than just as you said the uh, the spunky sidekick she she became herself a bit of a hero yeah, she, yeah, yeah. yeah. she was like because she was a bit lazy they were, they were both two just like not get sorting their lives out and maybe yeah, that's yeah. what the part you were getting annoyed at like they were just being a bit arrogant like like fuck yeah. it, little just. But he had a reason. She didn't have a real reason other than she was just maybe being lazy and put her life yeah. on hold. She had a bit of a mental yeah. block, didn't she? Because mm. didn't she have a doctorate or or something? I guess she, she has something. Uh, and she she just didn't want to go down that road Do anymore. That. So she, she was became just a like, valet. Yeah, all pity mates were like, "Oh, you could be so much more than just a valet." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although that was a scene that really threw me out when they were explaining what happened to the mates at the end. Yeah. I was like, would you though? Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Just, it just it ended pretty quickly, didn't it? it? Like about three minutes before the end of the movie, they're yeah, still like, fighting dragons and demons. No, it was it was. I feel like these were like on a time loop. If Wong hadn't have come out, sorry, <laughs> it's just Elvis. We just have to deal with Elvis. <laughs> I'm loving it, you're Shang Chi. Oh shit, we're running out of time. Um, if, if Wong hadn't appeared and took them out of that scene, it would that scene would make no sense. Mm. So I feel like that scene was wrote for Wong coming in. Yeah. But then I feel like you could have wrote Wong in a better way than that. I just I just don't believe you would sit there and tell us, or at least t- get to that point in the story as well. We wouldn't ha- and have two people go like, if I start, if I sat down with you. The amount of times you go to a pub, and I would say, "Oh, just last week," and I got to at least the bit about a forest closing around me. You'd be like, "Jake, we need Stop. to." Yeah, <laughs> if it's finally time to put you in the hole. <laughs> you know. Although you know, at that point in the MCU, almost every member of the public knows mm. that shit like this goes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Actually. So 
they might not believe them, but the fact that what they're saying will sound quite pedestrian. They'll just be like, well, they wouldn't say that can't happen. They'd say you didn't do that. Yeah, I do forget. Yeah. Like when you read, the, have you ever read any of the comics and you see some characters talking about events happening and you're just like, they're just some nonchalant yeah. about it. And then you go, <laughs> but then they say something later on, like, well, Spider-Man had Spider-Man. How many spy times has Spider-Man had a clone of himself? And you're going, yep. To be fair, they've had to deal with that a lot in the comics. It's like yeah. in Doctor Who, where like. The, the public knows aliens exist now, but they don't do it as well because every time they're like, ah, the first time they see an alien. <laughs> what is this? Like, there was literally a spaceship over Buckingham Palace last Christmas, and <laughs> yeah. you're, you're surprised still that aliens exist. Yeah, yeah. So, I, okay, I'll forgive that. This is why we talk. This is why we talk. I'll forgive that scene now, actually. <laughs> totally fine. Um, Tony Lung as boss villain. Very, I thought it was very, very, good. very good. I, I, I got worried because you had Razor Fist, who was the mm, guy yeah. with the. Razor fist. Um, <laughs> you had forearm, really. The I don't know the name of his Death Dealer. I believe I think it was his name was the guy in the mask. You know, the, oh, the, oh, yeah, like yeah, his the, number one, the white, ma- the, the white the mask. He was yeah. the most unlead lead character. He was meant to be like a kind of main character. I feel like he was meant to believe he was a main character, but he was in about two and a half seasons. Yeah, you, but you, I re- feel you recognize like... the mask. The mask shows up about four times. Like, oh, that's that guy. Yeah, yeah. but, but I feel like d- that trained. He was in it to be a kind of like almost. Terminator character, like coming to get here, you see him, it's bad. But then I like that the fact that they went, you know what? But he's not the worst part. Tony Lung mm. is yeah. the I, th- I think the, the, the did you say he was called Death Dealer? Death I Dealer. Feel I think. That as well in that sort of last battle, all of the good guy characters needed to fight a bad guy character. So like, oh, they uh, cool. So well, so like Shang Chi's sister needed to fight someone in that battle. His aunt needed to fight someone in that battle. Yes, that's a um, good point. Katie needed to fight someone in that battle. So you had three people there, so they needed to have three bad guys that yeah. they could fight. So you I had think. Razor Fist, Death Dealer, and yeah, you've, you've literally. That's what I feel like. Anyway. I feel like I'm in the writer's room right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is genuinely what they've done, isn't it? Like, she needs to uh, given this person, but what, how do we put the lines in? Has no lines. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> cool mask. That's all we need. They, they, they we did need. win Razor Fist and the Ten Rings over very quickly. That, that was a bit of a. But it would, way. it would though, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, but they could have. Put the a bit... doesn't think that these demons are going to come out of this. No, door. but they, they turn are... around and like they're Shit. coming out. Yeah, but they are also okay. very loyal to. Uh, I can't remember his character's name. What's Tony Lung's character? Tony Lung is is down as the Mandarin. Is he? Okay. In, in, in the, yeah, because he's just like, he's either uh, Wen Wu. Wen Wu, like, I think Wu? was his. Yeah, hold on. Shang Senior, let's call him that. Shang Senior, like they're loyal to him. It's this like thousand-year-old guy who's like so powerful and like it takes a second for them to turn against him and I, I understand they would have turned against him but like it was like that because he was wrong that was why he was he was he said like I can hear they they he says he can hear that they're, they're keeping his wife captive there they're totally cruel so they think they're on the side of like ethics ethics here they say no there's a demon behind there like no he's wrong as soon as one demon comes out oh, yes. of there <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you know what <laughs> Not, not even the full demon, just a yeah, little like, handhold demon. Ones. That's all you yeah. needed. Yeah, yeah. He, he, they're Good completely point. right, and he's gone mental. I like the fact that that battle between him and Shang Chi, it was so, it went on. There was like it, there was discussion, and then a little bit of fighting, and it built up to it, then a, a chase scene, and then another big discussion, and then there was a massive fight, and he lost, and it was it, it was really actually more mm. unpredictable. Yeah. I liked all that, rather than it just be very basic. They meet, they fight, he wins. They meet, they fight, he wins. They meet, they fight. He wins? wins? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> see him, you might see him next time in Shang-Chi 2. <laughs> Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> so predictable. <laughs> um, 
No, it was. I, f- I feel like the bad guy was actually very good, which isn't something you can't he, say about every Marvel yeah, film. He was very, very compelling. Like, and he, he had a, he wasn't. He had his shutters down. He was like, "I'm going after my wife," and nothing would stop him. Even, yeah. even, even if something Clint, when he was breaking through the wall, he can't have not seen none of those demons come out. Yeah, he was. Go- he's and gone he, mad. But he was like, always, "I don't care yeah. if I keep going. I'm gonna get. I can hear her. She's tunnel, there." Tunnel vision. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, he, he was obviously a bad guy. For the th- for thousand for a thousand years, mm. and then he's he's dropped that bad guy mantra, um, and all he wants is obviously to get his wife back. Mm. So all all he wants is that it's quite nice, really. Um, Although at the expense of his kids, if if necessary. So what's he gonna do? What would he do if like his kids died and then she by some miracle he does get her back? And he's like, oh hi, I've missed you. Where she, are the kids? She was the, she was the one though. She was the one that changed him after a thousand years. Yeah, so, so he just went straight back to being a bit of a heartless bastard. Yeah, but it was. I like. I also like how the story was told, because you had like loads of flashbacks, but they didn't. They were necessary flashbacks, and it meant that the story didn't take ages to tell. You didn't have to hear from Shang Chi growing up as a kid, and that bus scene happened halfway through the fucking film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was spread out, and it, it was nice and even. And every time it like said something, I'm like, oh, I wonder what that means, and then get away. From the empty bottle <laughs> of beer, you're not a drunk. I think uh, what what this kind of film is doing is. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Elvis. Elvis being lured away with food. Who would have thought? I'm sure he'll be back. It's getting really good, and I'm not sure if it's a good thing or not. Kind of getting rid of the need for a for a prequel. Yes. For, for anything like you could make a movie now and basically fill in the whole history of a character with strategically placed flashbacks, mm. like it's done in this. Yeah, yeah. And it negates the need for a whole film to tell you the story of what happened. Especially if the flashbacks are like, it shows him like remembering, or he explains to Katie sort of memory, or Tony uh, Lung's character explains why he felt away, mm. and then it does a flashback rather than just go, you know, yeah. five years ago, and then for no reason. It, it, it's important for us as viewers to find out what he's thinking of then, as opposed to, like you said, have it maybe start in, in chronological order. So you see everything that happens as a kid, and then. An hour and a half later, what happens as a kid becomes pertinent at that point in, of the film, mm. um, and then they just have to explain it in two sentences, and it kind of drops the film dead. It's like, oh, do you remember that flashback we had an hour and a half ago? That's why this is important. <laughs> you do know for sure that there's going to be someone on the internet who will edit that film into chronological order. It's almost definitely going to happen. And, if if, and if you're out there and listening, email it to talknerduk.gmail.com <laughs> and I will watch and review it. And tell <laughs> is it better? <laughs> that, that one person, they won't just be Shang-Chi, it'll be all of the MCU. All of the MCU in chronological order. Yeah. All the films, right, that, every, every scene. The crap, I mean, Chris, I mean, he's fucking listening. Chris Thunderbolt Wakefield of Chris's Comics. He, every time he Hi, does... Chris. Every time he does a rewatch of the MCU, he does it in chronological order. So he'd it's watch, on Disney Plus that way now. So he'd watch Captain Marvel dead early. He'd watch it first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, he'd, Cap- no, he'd Captain watch Captain America, America first. Captain America, then Captain Marvel. Yeah, and it, it's in. I think. I think sometimes he does it just to. Bug There's me. a playlist like that on Disney Plus now. I, it, it doesn't matter if it's there. <laughs> Don't do it. They didn't come out in that order. So. It's wrong. I've done it both ways. I think both ways are good. <laughs> <laughs> We're still talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what about the MCU movies? Both ways yeah. of sex, <laughs> <laughs> both on top and underneath, <laughs> and below. <laughs> on top and missionary, both underneath <laughs> and below. <laughs> Hang on, there are two ways. <laughs> uh, no, just one. <laughs> the, me on top, um, her underneath. Um, 
Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> That's lying down next to each other. No, no. Um, no, I work with someone who um, is a big fan of Hong Kong cinema, and apparently Tony Lung is a big name in that industry, and this is one of one of his first, if I heard it right, uh, English-speaking roles. Oh, really? As well. He did it Didn't very well. Yeah. It was very Flawless. good. Flawless. Mm. Yeah. Flawless victory. <laughs> it isn't... Uh, what game's that from? Mortal Kombat. Is it Mortal Kombat? It's, it's, a, it's, a, sh- it's a shame he dies. Yes, no, no, I was about those, to say... Another one of those villains. It's like a bit like Killmonger. Killmonger like I, he's got a very much a Killmonger story yeah. where it's, yeah. they've just killed him off, but in, I feel like he did... Anyone can come back. They, well, it's not so much like that. It's... He, he can. It's easy to kill him off because it's. I liked at the end his sister taking up the mantle of mm. the Ten Rings, whole terrorist, whatever you want to call them, assassins. I was convinced that will return. Was, oh yeah, he was. <laughs> she was going to transition him into the hand. Mm. She could do. Yeah. I am thought about that. Ooh, ooh. But I don't know much about the origin of the hand, so that could be completely false. <laughs> I mean, I only know what from. Uh, the, the Netflix Marvel shows. I, I wouldn't worry but, too much about origins fa- of stuff. It's the, fact, it's... it's the fact they've all got masks on. Yeah. And the hand all wear masks. And they didn't wear it when they were the Ten Rings. And I'd like the idea that the reason that they've been the Ten Rings and been quiet is because of him. But she takes over and is like, you know what? Let's go. We're going to go louder. We're yeah, going to yeah. do mm. more. We're going to... And then they call themselves, yeah, the hand or something. And she renames mm. herself Madam Girl. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you could have a Madam Gow. Yeah, there's t- there's tons. You uh, you made a point, Bibby, about how uh, anyone can come back. Like, so I, I was going to jump in, and um, anyone could come back. They could bring Tony Lung back, but they wouldn't bring that version of the character back. Couldn't do it because he's dead now. You don't know that of that version of the character. So I think it, it I can't would, remember it how he died. How definitely back. did he die? His he had soul, soul got was... sucked into the Great <laughs> Devourer, or whatever he was yeah. called. Yeah, so the Great Devourer comes back and spits the soul back into the body of a different Tony Lung from another universe. Problem solved. Flawless. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what if? <laughs> a whole episode. <laughs> I saw someone put up that uh, a meme showing like Doctor Strange doing that, but Doctor Strange just watched What If sixteen million times <laughs> and Endgame. <laughs> That's all he did. And chose Endgame. Yeah. Um, we have actually danced around it a little, but Shang Chi himself, Simu. Si- am I saying it right? You Can say- I have a look at the spelling? Yeah, you Simu say- Liu. Simu Lee. Simu Lee. Simu Lee. Simu Lee or Simu Liu. Again, apologies. Um, he's fantastic. He was dead he charismatic. Was I was. really took to him. I think he's very convincing when he does anything. And I've got kind of like... I'm trying to think... He was what? measured. Everything Steve, he, he was, was like Steve Rogers to me. I got that very much connection of I, like, I can understand where he's coming I from. I got the kind of vibe in his relationship with Katie that like, Katie's the loud, outspoken, dominant friend. Mm. And he's the sort of quieter one. Who gets dragged along? Who gets dra- who gets dragged along, and then by the end, but enjoys it. it. But if it wasn't for her, exactly he would be actually very much an introvert, and that's why he hangs out with her because he gets him to say yes and do stuff more. Mm. Yeah, and it's and, and, she, it's and, and in a way, he kind of validates her by because she's probably is fine living the way she is for you know whatever laziness reasons or because mm. she just likes having a good time, and he is doing it because he has to. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was just products of so the. They, they do make a good parent. No, yeah. I loved the scene on the the plane. On the plane. <laughs> on the plane. I loved that where, too. Where he was telling so t- telling her his origin story, and she's like, so. What's your real name? Like, Shang Chi. He's like Shang, and he explains Shang. Oh yeah. He's like Shang. 
and you could go Sean. and he ch- you chose the name Sean, <laughs> and it was Shang. And, and you're surprised that they found you. <laughs> yeah. What's the example she's using? What a, a vagina. I call myself vagina. <laughs> I loved the bit just after that, which is before I bet you. Had, I thought I, who? the bit I thought you were talking about, where the air hostess was like, do, oh, yeah. do, you want, "Do you want the beef or the vegetarian?" And they're both like, uh, "We got, we got the chicken." Because we both have the vegetarian. Vegetarian, please. Okay, going right back with the vegetarian. And then start talking again. Because right. goes we're out of the vegetarian. What will you have? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'll have the beef. I guess I'm going to have the beef. And I go, oh, good choice. Because that's all there is. <laughs> and the hostess goes, okay, you'll have the beef. And, and for you. <laughs> and he goes, beef. <laughs> <laughs> I was howling about it. There was, no, there was, there was, some, there was some really funny mo- moments like that. I love the guy filming them on the on the. As soon as the fight starts, he gets his phone and goes, Sup guys, it's me, Robert. He's been in another MCU film. Has he? Am I wrong? Is he not inspired him? He might be. He might be. Or or could he be in Ant Man because they're both starting in San Francisco? Yes, it could be Ant Man. Could it be an Ant Man? Ant Man 2, probably Ant Man and the Wasp because it was the same stretch, but the bit was like, I I studied studied and did martial arts myself for a couple of months, so I'm going to talk you through some of the moves they're doing (laughs) in their their technique and stuff. Yeah, I was pitching this. That fight that. scene in itself is fucking awesome. Yes, the, one, cool. the one on the, yeah. on the bus. That's what I, I do enjoy when I watch it, but what I, from I have with martial arts films is normally the in-between, uh, and it's just because it's not my kind of thing. Like It can sometimes be too fantasy, or mm. it can be a bit too much. Well, like the beginning, actually. I, mean, I was wrong to say it was like Rush Hour and Studio Ghibli. It was actually more like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, <laughs> then Rush Hour, then Studio Ghibli. And I'm not... I have a mad respect for stuff like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, that kind of style, that art, but it's I don't have a connection to it. Yeah. It's not the main really appeal get. is watching the fight scenes, yeah, and then yeah. the, the narrative element of it can be a little bit dry. Mm. I do like that with the when they went to that building to like find that underground fight scene. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, there was nothing but uh, bamboo. Uh, what do you call it when it's all, you got all stuff outside here, the house that it's being worked on. Scaffolding. scaffolding, yeah. As soon as there was bamboo scaffolding outside, I was like, that is going to be used. <laughs> there's no reason for that to be there. We're not going to see some guys later going, oh, we would get, we'd let you in, Shang, but the renovations are happening right now. <laughs> as you can see by this carefully written in scaffolding, it's, like, it's clearly for the. It's right here in the script, look. Oh, sorry. <laughs> When, no. they were, when they were fighting on that scaffolding, I felt like an absolute chump because I actually thought that Katie might have died, you know, when she's falling. Mm. And then she gets caught and I was like, fucking hell, of course she was. <laughs> Why did I think she was going to die? Imagine if it was the other way. Why like, did I think okay, that? someone will catch her. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they did it. They really killed Katie. Written by the people who brought you Game of Thrones. <laughs> Written and directed, directed by Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm trying to think what else there was. I feel like we have covered a fucking lot. Like, well, what about the? Because uh, we spoke about this briefly. You said at the end I wasn't expecting such a fantasy epic with literal Pokemon. Lit, 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 and a, is a Lola Vulpix or Ninetales. Yeah. Oh, it's Ninetales. It's Ninetales. The, the, the two arsed, winged, six-legged thing. Morris. That, Morris. That. <laughs> yeah. Morris. That was. But Ninetales apparently is because um, I mentioned this to the same. Oh yeah, Ninetales is definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Ninetales. It was just Ninetales. Um, but I looked. Uh, well, I asked, talking to someone in work about it, the same person who told me about Tony Long, uh, and she was like, "Well, you think about it, Pokemon is Japanese. Mm. Um, so like maybe in Asia there is this mythical creature that looks a lot like Ninetales, and they're both based off the same thing. And there is. And I had, I had a look. I can't remember what it's called now. 
But if you look at uh, Kitsune, I think it was called, something like that. If you look at the picture of it, it is just the Ninetales. That's it. Kitsune. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That just is just Ninetales. So like the Pokemon is just that. So and then you, so if, they've used the same thing. For, yeah, for if you Shang-Chi. Google, how do you spell that? Um, just Kitsune. Yeah, but how do you... Uh, K- 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 <laughs> how, how do you spell Kitsune. that? I thought it was for you. It's K-I-T-S-U-N-E. U-N-E. So for people at home, yeah, Google that and you can see very clearly. In Japanese folklore, Kitsune are intelligent foxes that possess paranormal abilities that increase as they get older and wiser. According to folklore, all foxes have the ability to shape shift into human form. Mm. Oh, I love the, the big, and underneath um, is a Japanese raccoon dog. Which lion I've never thing. Heard of in my life. You know, they get to the village mm. and there's that big sort of lion cow thing. <laughs> What's this? Sorry, a, ja- a Japanese raccoon dog. That's amazing. That's adorable. I want to own so do four I. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it with its long legs. <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? What a Japanese, a, t- a tanuki. A tanuki. Yeah. I'll have four oh, tanuki, is, please. This is terrible podcast content. <laughs> it's so visual. It's so visual. If you're only you can see. You're gonna have to send me both of them, and I'll put them up on the <laughs> Instagram later. Um, yeah. What are you saying? Sorry. No, it's, it's, it's fine. We got distracted by the wrecking dog. Um, the there was a big lion thing at the, yeah, in that's the village. The traditional like a lion. dragon lion. Yeah, yeah. dragon lion. Because yeah, but they they had it like it was a cow in the village. <laughs> the like there was a couple animal. of them. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. What's her name? Who who was who, she plays uh, Captain Giorgio in uh, Discovery? The ant. And she plays the ant. Is she? She called Nan. So is she? I might be wrong, but I feel like she also plays the mum, but de-aged. No, uh, because, it's I, a di- different because either the mum has flawless skin. <laughs> or it was an actress being de-aged and I couldn't tell which one it was because um, I, I try and find that because like I look at those scenes in Ant-Man of Michael Douglas being de-aged and I'm like I can't fucking tell it's, it's amazing it's so it? good and Samuel L. Jackson in the whole of, of uh, Captain Marvel yeah, it's, and, uh, and Michelle Yeoh plays the ant and Father Chen plays them yeah, right, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's flaws it's amazing that, that technology amazing Disney skin. have. So now, so now I don't know when I'm watching something whether or not it's a de-aged version of the actor or not. Which they obviously didn't share with Lucasfilm. When they no, were yeah. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Lucasfilm are their own thing compared to Marvel Studios. Um, one thing that was really interesting, actually, I've just remembered that I, I was like at the end a bit like, <gasps> was the end credit scene. Which, so you see where they which, go. Which one? So... With Wong. With Wong. Oh, yeah. So where they're talking about how the rings, when he turned on, they let out a beacon. A beacon. And I'm like, what does that mean? Why would they let out a beacon when he put them on? What's the difference? Where's that beacon? And then the, they were a different colour, if you noticed. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you had Captain Marvel, Hulk, although he Bruce was... Banner. Bruce Banner. Human Bruce Banner. Banner. Human Bruce. Oh, yeah, yeah he was human. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Comba- I didn't even and take Mark that Ruffalo in. And Mark Ruffalo was absolutely phoning it in, did we not think? I didn't know. No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought that it was the kind of thing where it's like, oh, Mark Ruffalo's on set for two hours. We need to get this done quick. <laughs> no. and that, that, I that's think that's your own, that your own narrative you've created him. in your head there. But that's one man's opinion. But he still had the sling on, so he's obviously maybe still that's, recovering from... Yeah. Maybe that's just a life injury that he's got now. Yeah, yeah. His, his arm's just... <laughs> oh, I thought now. you meant just from regular life. Was like, it him? He, fe- he healed yeah. Like, yeah, and then fell. <laughs> he's just fe- he fell in the shower. <laughs> he recovered from an infinity gauntlet <laughs> use and then slipped. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's just his arm now, and why he's not Professor Hulk, Hulk Banner anymore. Well, he would have consciously done that, or I would imagine, because he's not going to just revert. Well, he's he's meant to be. Obviously, they're doing the She-Hulk series. Yeah. So he might he, show us in that. He's meant to be in that. Yeah. So maybe he just maybe he's, it goes like two years ago, and it shows him like as 
Professor Hulk and he slips in the shower, bangs his <laughs> elbow, and then the Hulk goes, Ah, had enough, and goes and goes to She Hulk. Existence is pain. <laughs> but I thought that was like that whole series of events, that whole scene, mm. sorry, was very interesting. Yeah, because it was. That it was, was it, like, it's like, it's the, that's the setup for. That's whatever's coming what, next. Yes. Well, I want to know where they are because, like, the, the, the portal that. Um, Wong opens on both occasions with his sling ring. Mm. You can see a kind of lab, but not a familiar lab. Are they not in, what's, yeah. what's the place in Doctor Strange called? The uh, the Sanctum Santorum. No, because it looks no, it looks the, sci-fi not the Sanctum as well. Santorum. The the place in Nepal. Um, oh no! Oh, I know what you mean. It, it, no. lo- it looks all what's sleek it and, and laboratory. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. It looks very. It looks very. What's the word when you when something's completely hygienic? It's completely sterile. 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 Yeah. It looks a very sterile room. Yeah. No, I know. But the, where they had that scene, there was books all around them. So I do feel like that was being held in Strange's yeah. house, but Strange just wasn't privy to it. Yeah. Whereas Wong's just he, he's, he's got off in, in the multiverse of madness at that particular yeah, point at in this time. Point. Knee deep in madness. <laughs> <laughs> Knee deep in Aunt May's. <laughs> so many, so many Aunt May's. No, Balls deep in Aunt May's. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy a bit of strange. One one thing I was saying again to Nathan at the end was, I was because it was the, there was there was Wong, um, Shang Chi, mm. uh, Katie, and Hulk and um, Captain Marvel in the same room, and I was like, well, if you think about it, like if they make another Avengers movie, um, like they keep teasing they're going to, I was like, what are the Avengers gonna be? It's gonna be Shang Chi, Doctor Strange, Spider Man. Captain, this that sounds like good Avengers actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like we've only really lost Captain America and Iron Man, and there's a new Captain America. America. Yeah. So Thor's still knocking around. Hulk's back. And who knows what's going to happen with Iron Man after Armor Wars? Brave Armor Wars and Ironheart. Ironheart, Brave Heart. Just a human strong man. A human, a human man who was from Scotland. He is an Avenger. <laughs> take by Tony Stark. Captain we'll never take our Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, yeah, that's what I've, I think is very interesting. They've, I feel like after Endgame, it was going to be hard. It was, mm. I felt like this could be the the death of the MCU. Yeah. They bring a load of characters that we kind of don't relate to as well. Yeah. Maybe I relate to them better because I was younger now I'm older. Maybe I won't have that excitement. Yeah. And you're going to have to start a whole maybe 10-year process again mm. of building up to a big bad that maybe I'm just not ready to do. But... So far, they've done it well. Mm. Whatever's happened in Falcon the Winter Soldier, it's setting up for street-level bad. Whatever happened in Loki, which I know we've not talked about in the pod yet, is setting up a big bad. And then whatever happened in this is setting up something. Something yeah. to do with an Don't event, know, possibly yeah. Avengers, and something to do with, maybe is it linked to the big bad or not? I don't know, but I like it. It's, it's making me feel like we're starting again, yeah. and I'm excited. But it, it does worry me as well, because you think about like the ceiling of how dramatic things can get, and Endgame is like, you know, Thanos coming down and them literally having the power to change reality with a snap of a finger. Mm. Feels like as big as it can go. And you're like, well, where do they go? Do they reset? Do they go back down? And then, as you said, they've got Falcon and the Soldier, and you've got a very ground-level story. Mm. And then next, you've got, you know, One Division, which is like kind of like a very insular story with a powerful mm. with a powerful hero, mm. but still. But then you've got Loki, and, and then they've got a drawer full of Infinity Stones that are like trinkets that don't mean anything. They are like, definitely, and you're like, how big are they going to go with that? And then you've got Shang-Chi, you've got massive dragons fighting each, fighting each other as the first film, whereas mm. ten years ago you've got a soldier in a war. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, the, and then the next movie yeah. is Eternals, like gods that have been living on the planet. Oh, they're like, how... 
How much higher in threat level can it get before it just gets really convoluted? Because Galactus. No, yeah. I think we're going to go higher in threat. Like in the They've MCU only got films, a certain height they can go before they have to come M- back down. MCU films are going to go for mad, ridiculous stuff because they can. But then they're going to make the TV shows the grounded soldier person. Like if, if Iron Man, but they don't really now, impact on anything else. But they they might start to because Loki definitely has. Loki mm. definitely has. The other ones, like I've said on previous pods, haven't. They you, could not you, exist. You, and you, 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 you the could, bonus stories. The bonus yeah. stories was Loki definitely seems to have a bigger impact, mm. and especially with what could come out of it, it could be massive. We'll just see. It's uh, it's speculation at the end of the day. Um, I think we just need to get down to what we thought of it. Well, we need to talk mm. about Trevor. We've not spoken about Trevor all. Did we? I thought we spoke. We, about we, we okay, glazed briefly. over him. Okay, I, I think he was very Trevor. funny. I, I it, liked him. I feel it was a redemption for him. I didn't. We were having a scouser on the screen. <laughs> my, one, one of my favourite uh, bits of comedy in the the film is when they're in when they're in the jeep or the electric vehicle, or whatever, and he's explaining why he wanted to go into acting when he saw <laughs> Planet when he saw Planet of the Apes, yeah. and he was like, "I watched Planet of the Planet of the Apes, and I saw the monkeys, and then I read that they're acting." <laughs> <laughs> the monkeys are act- riding horses. The monkeys are acting. They're not really how, riding they, horses. How did they get they're the monkeys acting. to ride horses? Oh, they're just acting. They're just acting. And he just <laughs> didn't get. He didn't like. He didn't. He obviously didn't get. I want to be like that monkey so and drugged. act like I'm riding a he's horse. Still yeah. so drugged. He just didn't like the drugs that he's taken in his in his life. have just addled his brain so much that thinking back, he just can't process the fact that those monkeys are actors in suits, not actual <laughs> monkeys riding horses. It was of, so funny. Of uh, Ian McKellen and extras where he's saying, I'm not a wizard, you see. So yeah, yeah. the trick is pretending like I'm a wizard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that, it's basically that, it's like that, energy, that, that joke. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, yeah. no, he did. It was a redemption for him to make up for the fact in Iron Man 3 he was made out to be a bit of a goon. He gets a... He gets a nice end to his arc where yeah. he's actually helping out. He f- is fixing the problem of the yeah. Ten Rings. When, he, when he's dead. He's yeah. Dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Morris comes in. Alright, I'm not actually dead. Just lie down and pretend you're dead. I'm, 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 I'm acting. acting. I'm acting. I suggest, I suggest you come down here with me. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand. He was on the front line looking brave as hell. I was like, what's he going to do? But then the next time you see him, he's playing dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I understand that now. One very funny bit in that whole battle scene is the bit where um, Katie's learning to um, be an archer. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, she's getting there. She's, she's okay, but she picks up a bow when, when, the, when the fight starts and her archery coach um, is, basically says, yeah. uh, no, you're not ready, you'll die. Like, mm-hmm. put, put that down and go over there and do this. And then eventually she has enough. She's like, no, I'm going to help. I'm going to contribute. So she grabs the bow and she storms out and he comes out in front of the door and he freezes for like a split second and just looks at her and goes, don't die. <laughs> and then immediately dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Agrees that she can do it as long as she doesn't die, but then he he also dies straight away. No, the, what, yeah. Yeah, Le, Le, Leonard. Le, Leonard? Was his name Leonard? Who's Leonard? Who? No, what's his name again? <laughs> I don't know. Who you talking about? The guy, the uh, uh, fucking. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Slattery. Where did Leonard come from? Tre- Trevor Slattery, Liverpool. the actor from Liverpool. Trevor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trevor Slattery. Leonard. Why did I say Leonard? Um, yeah, no, Trevor. Trevor had a good arc. There was loads of little. I think, little I think characters. he overused them a bit, personally. <laughs> he's, he's good comedy though. He was funny, but I think just just a little bit overused. Maybe, but it's it a, he's a very it, unusual character. Like, I comedy, feel like he was overused in Iron Man Three. It meant the it comedy meant, didn't just have to be Aquafina. 
Like, I, but they did put them away stuff. instantly. Like as soon as they got there, they were like, and we're done with Trevor. Other than that one scene you've just mentioned, yeah, yeah. They did. They didn't like go mad into Trevor. Like Trevor looking at the dragon, going, "This reminds me of when I used to take heroin," <laughs> or anything like that. It was just like they got the five years ago. I wonder if that demon could act riding a horse, <laughs> as well um, as that monkey. There was it was more a little bit more adult as well than like I've mentioned before. They've mentioned vaginas. They mentioned. There were well, more shits some... in this. Was it 12A? Yeah, yeah. There was a few shits. There was a yeah, shit, was, yeah. There was, there was, there was a, quite, a quite a lot of Loki swearing. Yeah. More than... Not Loki No, Loki. Loki, Loki no. wasn't in this. Loki, d- yeah, Loki doesn't swear. Yeah. Uh, he's far too cool for that. But like, <laughs> if, if you imagine like all the way back in Age of Ultron, where they say shit in like the first scene, uh, where, and they make a I, big deal out of it. Is it Iron Man who says shit in the first scene? No, it's and then, Cap, language. Cap says and then, and then Oh, no, Cap, yeah, yeah. And then Cap, Cap says, says language. language, then it's a joke for the rest of the film. And then on this, the people just swear, and like people normally yeah. swear. When I think they're very about. much getting to grips with the fact that. Yeah, they know what a 12A is since, now. Since, what they can get well, away with. And since Star launched on Disney, Plus, mm. they can get away with the rest of Disney Plus not being so squeaky clean. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like we could see more of that with, like again, martial arts films. You'd see some. Or brutal, but or Punisher, Daredevil. I mean, the the the, the zombie episode of What If? Had oh yeah, that was loads yeah, of yeah. wet slices and like yeah. <laughs> loads of gruesome people deaths. exploding. Yeah. Oh, my wet, my wet. It had, the, it had the the joke, didn't it? Of uh, why doesn't Ant Man just uh, fly into Thanos' butthole and expand? <laughs> it had that, didn't it? Yeah, because, he, he because the wasp flies into Sharon Carter. And just expands. She, and expands and kills her that way. Then she's all covered in, in goo afterwards. Yeah. In Sharon, in, covered in Sharon. You've got Sharon, yeah. yeah. Got oh, Sharon. oh, you've got Sharon on you or something like that. Um, anything else? A, a, a quick point that I want to make, like Shang Chi, like this could it could have been shit, couldn't it? Oh, like, could've very easily could have been shit. Yeah. No remember, one knew the character. Yeah, do you remember when Guardians of the Galaxy came out? Yeah. But look, my take of Guardians of the Galaxy is I didn't have a fucking clue what Guardians of the Galaxy was. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know what the characters were. I wasn't like invested in it. Like you're invested in a Spider-Man because you know what Spider-Man is. But it looks you know what he's like to get you interested. And then you go, you go into Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's like this is a bit weird. I'll watch it though. Fine. And then you watch it and it's amazing. Shang Chi. I had no idea. Like no idea what it was about. And then I didn't know any of the characters, who the bad guy was going to be, what the Ten Rings even were. And then I watched it. And I was like, this is amazing. I think it like, was. Like, I, I had no expectations going in. They weren't high. They weren't live. They were just non-existent. And it's absolutely amazing. It's like top. Yeah, quarter. I think that's a good thing. I, I think have it's like top twenty-five percent more MCU film for me. Oh, yeah, it's in the, in the, the top half oh, good. of the films. Like if I was to rate them, yeah. it's definitely immediately on the top half. And like you said before, like with Captain Marvel, over time you kind of go. Actually, it's not actually that good. It was end. just a nostalgia fest. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe it is just a six out of ten. Yeah. But, well, for me, it was just the fact that Captain Marvel's like one of my favourite characters, so I was just happy to see her on screen. I didn't give a shit about, you know... How it, good it was. Yeah, it might as well... <laughs> and who was playing her. It might as well have been me <laughs> watching jo- George Clooney Batman for that. bit like, oh, Batman's on screen. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, nipples! Uh, I was referring to George Clooney, not Brie Larson. I thought you were calling George Clooney old nipples. Old nipples. <laughs> that was I will refer to him as that from now on. Old nipples. Old nipples. Old Bruce nipples. Uh, but no, I, I, I can see myself rewatching this a few times and yeah. enjoying it. As soon as it's on Disney Plus, I'm going to it. It's so weird. It I've seen so many people criticising it, saying that the main headline of it is that it doesn't feel like a Marvel film. And I'm like, you clearly haven't seen any Marvel films. Yeah. Like, yeah, it had a different energy to it, but it definitely still felt like a Marvel film. Definitely. I mean, I don't know what you 
what what feels like a Marvel film. You can go through them all and say that's a spy film. That's yeah, a they, all heist have, film. they all have a subgenre. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not enough to call it a superhero movie anymore. No, it's not. No, what, like, it's, the only ones that felt like, like superhero films were Iron Man films. Yeah, I was gonna I was I was yeah. gonna say like a Marvel there, like, an military MCU thrillers. Film. <laughs> an MCU film is probably Iron Man one. Yeah, like when people are like, oh, it doesn't feel like an MCU film. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Iron Man one. Well, fucking good because that came out like thirteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. Don't remind it's me. It's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Time is a cruel mistress. <laughs> <laughs> Kang. <laughs> um, Jay landing over and over again. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm happy to raise. We've talked for quite a lengthy session. I'm happy to raise if you are. Yeah. Go on. Um, I started, so I'll I'll rate So I'll finish. So I'll finish. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. I'm going to give it an eight because I feel seven, seven is far too cruel. I, it's, it's, I definitely, definitely really enjoyed it. Like... I remember laughing. I remember finding it interesting. I want to watch it again. It just feels weird that I'm saying Shang Chi is an eight out of ten film because I hadn't, like you said, when you no, had yeah, no, no expectation. Yeah, but yeah. then you watch Guardians of the Galaxy one. It's like that's an eight out of ten. I mean, Guardians of the well, Galaxy. It's like okay, Guardians of the Galaxy is like a ten for me, and that was again no. I no. I didn't even watch the trailers for Guardians because I wanted to have. I wanted to keep no expectations there. Shang Chi. I was watching the trailers and going. I still don't know what what's going. Which is go a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but definitely an eight out of ten. I enjoyed the fact, like I said, it changed its theme throughout, but nicely. It was funny. It was dramatic. It. I didn't couldn't predict what was going to happen. Genuinely, didn't really know how it was going to end, and I liked the fact it tied in nicely to the Marvel universe without it being like when DC writes the tie in first and based the story around the tie in, <laughs> which was nice. So yeah, an eight. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. Oh wow! Uh, wow. I, I really, I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, he did message uh, me literally like. Yeah, so I got out. I got out of the cinema, sat down in the car to leave, and immediately put on our group chat. Stop what you were doing and go and watch Shang Chi. <laughs> it's I, it was amazing. Like I loved how it was a fantasy film. I loved how it was funny. Um, yeah, like from zero expectations to absolutely sky high expectations. I think it's 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 like a top tier MCU film for me, it's, and I can't see that changing. Like Captain Marvel did. No, as you just said, like the fantasy part, I don't like fantasy that much. But when it works, I get like I feel mm. like really like more impressed by it. Like, oh, yeah. you was, impressed me with dragons and I, I martial was, arts. I was absolutely terrified. Kudos. I went to uh, watch it with my girlfriend, who hates fantasy stuff, um, and then <laughs> and then it got it got to the bit of the film where. It's that fantasy trope of walking down the wall that's got all the the art in about the history and stuff. And it's yeah. Like, this happened and this happened. That you know to to explain uh, the great devourer and the uh, and all that. And I was like, shit, this is where I'm gonna lose her. Like she's gonna hate this film from here on out. And I I asked her afterwards. I was like, when it became a fantasy film, did you hate it? And she was like, no. No, I thought it was, might, I thought it was it amazing. A I think it was like so, so smoothly done and so like accessibly yeah. fantasy. Yeah. But also for someone like me who loves fantasy films, it it, it was. I mean, it's mad. It, it filled my plate. It's mad. It was so, it was so smoothly done. How they went from being like an action, an, an, an action martial arts film to 
fantasy. How did they smoothly do it? They drove a Land Rover through some trees and they were just there. <laughs> and and, yeah, and went, went through a water-based Doctor Strange portal. Yeah. And, and, just like, and then just, like, um, there. Bang. There. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what about yourself? Uh, do you know what? Coming into it, I had a rating ready in my head of, of seven out of ten. But then, but then, since we've been talking about it, I can't not give it. I can't give it that. So I'm gonna go an eight as well, because it was awesome. And like even like thinking about it now, the transitions it goes. So you think of the scenes now, and they almost don't seem like they're from the same film. Mm. But like when you watch yeah. when you watch it when you watch the film, you understand that they definitely are. You, you watch the scaffolding yeah. fight, and then you watch the dragon fight so at start, the end. And it's like, like, hang on, these are an hour and a half. Like apart. like a, like a buddy comedy movie, which transitions into like you know a gritty kind of. I mean, with that underground fight scene is its own thing altogether, and then suddenly you're in like a martial arts film, and then you're in a fantasy film, and you, then it just adds another thing to the MCU that's so big. And I know it's in the comics anyway, but like when the MCU starts, you've got a man in a metal suit. <laughs> <laughs> A, a super soldier from um, the 1940s. Yeah, the Hulk, and you're like, okay, that's all sci-fi. I can kind of, I can get on board with they're all in the same universe. And then Thor comes in, and you're like, magic also exists. I'm like, no, no, you can't, <laughs> you can't have science and magic in the same story. And then suddenly you've got massive. By the time this comes out, and you're like, dragons, like, okay, so in this same universe, there's also dragons. I'm on board. Mm. It's like, what, what is there to return? Dragons, to? demons, and Pokemon are all MCU characters. <laughs> they are. And then when you've got something like Tony Stark in, in Infinity War, a, a human in a metal shell fighting against a, a, an almost literal god in the house <laughs> and going toe-to-toe with him. Why is that so unbelievable? Why is that okay, but then you can't have a dragon in the same universe? Yeah. And it's like, it kind of compounds everything that's just so awesome about the MCU. One thing we didn't talk about, but I don't know why you're talking about it, just reminds me, is just how cool the Ten Rings are as weapons for Shang-Chi now. Like, the Mandarin using them, it was amazing, like how he would just like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. that scene in the in they the parlor where he killed so... all, the, all the men. I mean, when he takes five of them off him and then they're fighting 5v5, yeah. that is a cool fucking dynamic. I, I yeah, thought yeah. the, mi- when, no, when he manipulated them and they all moved around and they're getting faster, I was like, this is the kind of shit like Sonic would wank to. Like, this is, I remember how we got her stand up on the back of my head and then he just drops them and was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I was like, what? It's it's almost like the rings uh, were choosing Shang-Chi over yeah. the Mandarin yeah, at yeah. that point. Like, they chose to go to him. But I like, I like the Which idea that... Which I'm sure we'll find out if that's true or not. Future, like, if he, when he goes to use him in the future, I'm going to get that... T- like, do you remember in Avengers when Tony fights Thor and Thor hits him with lightning and it goes, two set a thousand percent. Yeah. And he goes, oh, Really? Like, <laughs> I feel like when Shang Chi is gonna like have these rings and like just something's gonna happen and he's just gonna go like dump and look at them like oh these can do this and yeah, then we yeah, get yeah. that same like I've got a, the case of the vapors. <laughs> when, Sha- when Shang Chi and Natalie Portman's Thor are fighting with one another in whatever next team up movie there is, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like like sensory overload in terms of all the lightning and stuff that's going off, it's just gonna. Be like, and then oh, Spider Man comes in the middle and just goes, "Hold on, guys." There's another five of me and two Aunt Mays. Can we see <laughs> what What's very cool is that the fact that when, when Shang-Chi's fighting his dad, Shang-Chi doesn't need those rings because as we mentioned before, which I had not realised, he's half of whatever his mum was. He's mm. like not fully human or, you know, whatever, whatever. they're referred Some to Some sort of godlike so like, dragon power. So his dad needs those rings to, for all of his power. Without those rings, he's just a guy. guy. He, doesn't, he has no really powers. Old guy. had no powers at all. But with them on, he's immortal, he's strong or whatever. As soon as he takes them off, 
and Shang-Chi puts them on. Shang-Chi has his own abilities plus the rings and mm. he's earned them through the right of passage that he's gone through rather than just finding them like like his dad did. Mm. So it is a fucking boss origin story. I can't wait for what, uh, whatever next. comes next. Yeah. What did you think at home? Let us know in the comments down below and don't forget to email us at talknowuk.gmail.com um, I want to thank both Dan and Pete for coming on the pod today from Tell Me Again. Do you want to tell... You've told me many times. Do you, do you want to tell the listeners at home what Tell Me Again is? I'll let Pete do this one. I did last one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we compare... Um, what do we compare, Dan? Things. Things and stuff. Uh, d- adaptations and remakes. Uh, so we've done... Uh, we did a Pokemon episode quite recently where we talk about the games and the anime and the manga... Uh, and compare them all together and we've done what MCU have we done we did we've done uh, Civil War Civil haven't War. we uh, we can tr- compare we've, we, I know it's, we've done DC as well we've done um, The Killing Joke which Jay was on yes mm-hmm. which I recorded <laughs> my parts on my own because <laughs> I didn't record my end so feel free to listen to that I, my favourite episode I've listened to so far is I am behind on a lot of podcasts but my, I, it was really the, the Madden episode <laughs> the way you, where you did the NFL because I was like what the build up to that was like I don't know what you mean I don't know what you mean when you're going to compare the the Super Bowl to the game of the Super Bowl I don't know how you're going to do it but it's very well edited together <laughs> it's extremely like if you're into NFL it's good if you're into games it's good it's just quite an interesting episode and I want you to do that every Super Bowl <laughs> I'm, so not, work, I'm not even joking <laughs> it's so it'd be so worth it because it's just a good roundup. and I know you got plenty of hits on that as well yeah we do um, yeah don't forget to go to uk, and don't forget to follow our socials at talknerdyuk for everything what? oh and <laughs> he, he, he subtly whispered on the microphone EP EP yeah we've uh, just in case you didn't know Dan and Pete and myself are in a band with uh, Dan Morrison, who has been on the Nerdies and on our Stanley episode. We are called Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Knobs, and we have an EP coming out. Am I allowed to say the title for it? Sure. It's called Up For Coming Down, and when is it out? We don't know, but it will be on, by the time you listen to this, go over to talknerdy.uk and go on the profile of me. Mine and Gaz's profiles are on there, and there's links to our band's and you'll get a link to go on our Spotify and other things to see that. Um, yeah, I think that's generally everything. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for listening at home. And, yeah. Keep talking, Nerdy! Shang-Chi!